0: Can you shout glory one more time? Glory! Glory one more time? Glory! Amen. I want to go to the book of Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18. Proverbs 16, verse 18. And I would like us all to read it together. Proverbs 16, verse 18. I will be brief as much as I can because of time. I read that if you are there shout glory. Oh. So, one, two, let's go. Before the mm-hmm. Come, I can't hear you. One, two, let's go. So, I'm speaking on better together, alright? I'm building on the message I preached uh, last week. Will you also leave? Hallelujah. And God said that, or a scripture in the book of Proverbs said that. before effort or distraction. Pride comes before destruction. Now, in other words, it means that anywhere you see distraction, anywhere you see chaos, you must first investigate the existence of pride. When people are being distracted, when people are full of destruction and chaos, the first thing you should probably investigate is the existence of pride. When a man is full of chaos, you should understand or investigate the existence of pride. Again, the Bible goes ahead to say that. And then a haughty spirit is what breeds a form. A haughty spirit or haughtiness simply means uh, to be arrogantly proud. So it's, 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 it's an increase of pride. If you've moved from a level of pride to arrogance, hallelujah. There's a way you can be prideful and there's a way you can move to arrogance. Some people are proud but they act humble. And there are people who are proud, who they don't humble, they are arrogant. they make you know they are proud. Are you with me? So, anytime you see someone falling, you must investigate their pride and investigate their arrogance. Hallelujah. Now, I'm going to be giving you a story uh, between these the two men of God, Rehan Bonnke and Richard Ingidi. Hallelujah. Rehan Bonki and Richard We Rehan Bonki started his ministry with Richard Ingidi. all right? I'm getting my points, all right? So I made it very, very fast. Rehan Bonki started his ministry with um Richard Ingidi. all right? And Richard Ingidi was gifted with a gift of working of miracles and uh, healing and what have you, all right? And Rehan Bonki was only noted for his teaching ministry and preaching and way for crusade and all that. And every time Rehan Bonki preaches on every platform, he steps aside for Richard Ingidi to come and perform the miracle aspect It's as if maybe we are ministering or maybe we have a program and our ministry as bishop, then after that ministry, the word, I give the microphone to the pastors to come and do spirit ministration. And they are prophesying, they are working miracles like that. Right. So, um, Rehan Monkey was giving um, Richard Ingidi the opportunity to be able to work out miracles and do all these things at crusades. Are you here? But it got to a time where Richard Ingidi felt that it was the reason why the ministry or the the meetings or the crusade of Bonkey was growing he felt that it's the miracles he is doing that's how come Bonkey is able to pull out crowd and he also felt that R- Bonkey had his name as the ministry name Bonkey Ministries and when the miracles and the souls come and everything comes I see, and see Bonkey is the only one taking the credits and he returned he wasn't taking any credit for whatever was happening but he was the one performing the miracles so he thought that the miracles was what was pulling people so a time came when the extent that he went to voice it out to the assistant of uh, Rehambonki. And he told the assistant of Rehambonki after a meeting that the day I will leave Bonki, that will be the end of his ministry. Yes. He, he was he working was with me. They were preaching together. But he felt that he was the reason why the church of Rehambonki was growing. Then he came to say that, if, he told his speech that if I should leave Rehambonki today, his ministry will collapse. That will be the end of his ministry. And guess what? They had another crusade somewhere. I'm cutting the story short. They had another, a crusade somewhere else. And guess what? Richard e. Gilly decided not to come out. He decided not to come for the crusade. So, had already done. They were calling him. This is the biography of Rehan his story as he was growing up in ministry. And he said I already, reading the week. So, they were waiting for him to come for the crusade. And, Richard e. Gilly was nowhere to be found. And, Rehan had finished ministry. So, he was waiting for Richard and perform the miracles as usual. But he was nowhere to be found. So now, had Monkey was children was of the pulpit, what would I do? I'm done preaching. We have to do miracles and other things as we always do. What would I do? He was distracted. He, he, he was filled with much anxiety. Like, what would I do to the people? They were expecting miracles. and only here because of the word. They're here for the miracles too. everything returning to his So what did he do? Pastor, uh, uh, the story said that uh, he totally depended on the Holy Spirit that day. And funny now That was the day they recorded mighty much more miracles than they ever recorded from Richard Ingini. And now, the secret is dependent on the Holy Spirit this time and not on Richard Ingini. Okay. The ministry is growing so the day that it was supposed to be the end of the ministry of rehan Bonki was actually the beginning of the success in his ministry and guess what that was the day that began to end the life and the ministry of richard ingidi now richard ingidi also began organizing meetings as rehan Bonki would organize and then a time came when he wanted to go and visit to rehan Bonki and go and see what this meeting is doing again so he wanted to go and check out the meeting and see what is going on. And when he went, the crowd was much more than he's ever anticipated or he's ever seen being with Bonky. And then after the meeting, he went to Rehambonki and told him he missed it. In other words, he thought that leaving will make him become better. He thought that leaving Rehambonki is one of going to make him great. And he's the reason why Rehambonki is becoming great. So if he leaves, it will be exposed. Are you here? Then... And told them that I have missed it. I have missed it. So he realized the mistake that he has done. Then he left. Guess what? Shortly after. Humble enough, and not allow pride to enter his heart. He wouldn't have allowed his heart to conceive pride. And one of the things that I said on my myself the other day was that pride is the only dog that bites its owner. Pride, pride. It's the only dog that bites its owner. If you see a dog that bites its owner, then it means that a, the dog doesn't recognize the owner as the owner. Are you here? And that's what pride does. Pride makes you go your way. It makes you become destructive and distracted. Now, I don't want any of you to be filled with pride here. Because pride was the reason why Richard Engagey was never happy. We have the Archbishop of Nicholas Williams, And there was a time that came the Archbishop had to travel outside the country. And then he placed the Senior Bishop James that in charge of Archie Chapel. When he came back, Senior Bishop handed the church over to him again today we have seen a bishop we can hear senior bishop jamesa and we can still hear of Archbishop bishop because of Williams but in other story, we can hear of Rehan Bonki and we cannot hear of Richard Ingrid why because one allowed pride to enter and one did not allow pride to enter which one are you you see sometimes as people or as men of god or as christians we come to a point where we think we are too, more, we are too much important and then. Bible also says that let no man think of himself highly than he ought to be. There are times where men begin to think of themselves more highly than they they are supposed to be and they think that because of them, something is moving on in a church in a particular jurisdiction. In other words, when they leave that particular jurisdiction, that thing ceases to work. Someone feels that okay, I'm the one who does this, and when that thing, or I am no more there, that thing can never function. Are you here? And you shouldn't be a Christian and ever conceive that in your heart. Are you with me? That you 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 think of yourself too much of importance or too highly, that you think that because of you, the work of God will not go on. The work of God doesn't reside on the shoulders of an individual. The work of God resides on the shoulders of a collective people. So, even if you decide to go because of pride, there will be a much more replacer or someone who is the substitutes usually for god are quite much more better than the main person that's why i tell them i'm not building a church that is a one-man church i tell them we have a, a policy that if you do if you are late for a particular time you will this and if you are late for consistency for a particular time we take you off a position and then in a meeting they ask me so much about on you i was like yeah me too i, to applied. I was like ah so like yeah it approached me you take me off and put someone else there the person who is next in line. I'm not building a one-man church. If I flood the policies of the church, I'm off. Yeah. I'm not building a one-man church. We are building a vision. No, I'm not building a church. I'm building a vision. <laughs> are you with me? Some people might be building church, but no, we are not building church. We are building vision because we understand that we are the church. Are you here? We are the church. So what we are building here is a vision, not a church. But are you with me? So never allow pride enter in if you don't come and do this, if you don't come and do AA, the real, see, it would go on or there can be no one to be able to do it. Never allow yourself to concede that pride. Right. Let's open the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, the verse 16. 2 Corinthians 5, 16. 2 Corinthians 5, 16. Thank you, Jesus. I want to wrap up quickly. Are we there? Can you read for me? five or six for Cecilia, it's her color, it's her height, it's how beautiful she is, then I don't know her. Because scripture said that for you to be able to know a man, you don't even know a man by his color. Not by even the way they dress. Said, know the man by the spirit. I was telling you last week that a, a, one of the witches in Ocampus, those who met me and told me she knew me by my eyebrow. And she was saying that if you want to kill an elephant, you must kill an elephant little by little. So she was trying to describe who I am in the realms of the spirit or how they see me. So she you me in the spirit before she even came to know the eyebrow. Are you with me? So you must know someone after the spirit, and not after the flesh. So I don't treat you based on how you are looking. I treat you based on how I see what God has made you. And sometimes I might be hard on you because what I see yourself you don't see. <laughs> yourself you don't see. So. <laughs> So, I will pushing you to attain a particular level and what the bishop doing here? Is me too much? No. There is somewhere we have seen that you want to be but you don't see yourself there and one day when you begin to see yourself and you say, ah, this is why bishop is doing this. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But henceforth, among yourself, know you not yourself after the flesh but know yourself after the spirit. Are you here? If I'm going to know minister Coleman, it should be of what I know about him in the spirit her stature in the spirit and not because of her physical uh, emblems or elements are you here no 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 what is the spirit saying about minister coma and that is how I'm supposed to regard her and also like we have every people calling me papa we have the mothers calling me papa and sometimes they feel quite weird that they are calling you papa so sometimes i am talk to them and say, We are bow, we are we are We know our mothers. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now let's open to the book of Matthew eighteen twenty. Matthew eighteen twenty. So, knowing not any man after the flesh, and there is a need for us to stay together, there is a great need for us to stay together. So If I can give me a broom, right? knowing not in my favor. Come, come read for me. Matthew 18, 20. Matthew 18, 20. Mm-hmm. For wherever two or more are gathered in my name, mm-hmm. there I am in the midst of them. Okay. Now, if you read the King James or the New King, get tell you, Wherever two of you are gathered together. Are you here? He says that wherever two or more are gathered together, there I am in your midst. The Lord is not in our mess simply because we are gathered, but the Lord is in our mess because we are gathered together. In other words, in English, if you are supposed to put gathered and together uh, at the same statement, it makes it like tautology because for us to gather, we are already together, right? So it's tautology. But for a scripture to say that. Where two or more are gathered together, it means that, that together means unity, oneness of spirit. We are you here? And that is what attracts the presence of God. What attracts the presence of God is not because we are gathered plainly like this. No. What attracts the presence of God is because as we are gathered plenty like this, we are together. Oneness of mind, oneness of vision, oneness of spirit, oneness of purpose. We are you here? And that is what attracts the presence of And the presence of God is not evident to them. because they are not together, though they are gathered. So was that? And when the children of the Lord gathered, then Satan appeared in their mess. What allowed him to appear if they were together? Unity. So the person by you, are you united? Are you united with the person by you? Because you're supposed to understand that we are better together, we are not better alone. We are not better as an individual, but we are better collectively. We are better together. Oh, are you with me? Tell somebody we are better together. I'm better off with him. Yeah, we are better together than single. All right. Now I want to test the emotional listen to you. Now, if I have this single room, all of you think I'm come to break it. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> don't ever try to predict me if i'm trying to use this room to sweep all right how efficient would this room alone be compared to me using all this room to sweep which one is much more efficient so is the room better alone or better together together. are we better together are we better together now every broom also needs a thread or a cord that can tie it together and this is the cord if we should remove this cord as much as the brooms are gathered they are not together because the cord doesn't bind them and scripture says that a three-fold cord cannot easily be broken so this cord it can't be broken but not easily but it can easily be broken when there is no unity of purpose when there is no unity of vision but if we are together and we say we are building a cathedral like this, then we can't be able to attain it. I hear. But if you are together in unity of purpose, we finish the here, we finish the finish the bishop say no. We must all put it together and agree. Then we will run with a particular vision. I hear. Are we better together? Are we better together? Are we better together? Yes. Now, in in end, in I have my my best basketball team. And it's never the Lakers, but it's the Warriors. Those of you who know basketball, those who don't know. Yeah? My best basketball team is the Warriors. The number one reason why I like the, the Warriors is because of Steph uh, Steve Kerry. him also. The number one reason why I like it, uh, warriors because of their slogan strength in numbers strength in numbers but you know i had a problem also with that slogan as i was growing in christ because strength is not in numbers strength is in the loyalty of the numbers are you here strength is not in numbers but strength is in the loyalty of the numbers and how, that's how god would tell king you know, who had an army of 32 000 people to reduce that army of 32 000 to go for war against a multitude why because the next, next two thousand people among the not two thousand people there were feeble text two people there were people in there so you have to make the feeble people come down and the point he told them when you get to the river I don't tell them anything but the people that will fetch the water and drink let them go off the journey let them not go to the wall because they are not fortified they are not strong they will make you lose even though the number is there so there's, there are days where you can have multiple people with you and yet you are not strong and yet you are not better so you can have people gathered with you and yet you are not better but if you're having, if you're having people with you together then you'll be better so as i said better together not better better direct or better you no, know, better together the word together is the most important thing here are you here so why would God make you go to war with only 300 people when you can go to war with 32,000 people? Because to us, we feel that in the old days, kings go and borrow other kings' um, army for battle. Because the more the army or the more the people, the, the more the chances that you can win. Yeah, but God told know. no, reduce it to 300, from 32,000 to 300. Meaning, that among the 32,000, there were only 300 loyal people. There were only 300 people that were only. Of the way. I would rather go with a few loyal people than go with a multitude of disloyal people. Because I could go with a multitude of disloyal people and I'll still fail. But when I go with a little that are loyal, we will climb mountains, my goodness. We will do things. We will turn the mountains, be down removed from here, be down into go yeah. Because of the unity of purpose. Here, so it is important to also make some people lie aside, lay aside when you know they don't have unity of purpose, like how Jesus Christ did for Peter, James, and John when he was going to pray, and he asked them so he couldn't pray with me for an hour. If they were I believe that if they were there with Jesus on that day of the Mount of Transfiguration, it would have happened because they will be sleeping and they will be distracting the agreement. Because whatsoever two of you shall agree upon. Not most of our two officials are at the club. Child agreed. There must be an agreement. Chow two work together unless they be agreed. So there must be an agreement. So if they are agreed to do it, and some is, some are sleeping. How will the spirit come? Huh? If we say we want to build a house or build a church, they They're only complaining. Rather than How we are thinking with people who don't believe in what we do. So most of you have followers on Instagram. Huh? They are not actually your followers. They don't even come close to your fans. They are spectators. They are monitoring your life. The, people, the number of friends you have on Facebook, how many of them do you know? Huh? Some of them actually come and come and type under your your the your, your, your comments. My darling, you are sweet. But they never see for how you are sweet. And all those people are just spectators watching you. Yeah. I was saying the other day, not everyone who is following you is your follower. Because a lion can be following a sheep. And you see the sheep as um, a meal. If you sheep they say, that is my follower, here. You come, let's go. Of a new Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's yeah, so some girls who actually dump their serious boyfriend who is trying to make it to alive and go for fourth boy because fourth boy get iphone he get car he get i, I, I watch he get earphone hey, my goodness he get better shoes my guy if you want to send me every time <laughs> we have a problem but there is a need for us to come to a point of understanding that we are better together why would god then say that a man receives receive a level of favor when he is married because they are one so there is a level of favor an ordinary man will not receive unless he is married and the two shall become one flesh so we are better together why are you here? So me, it's a problem for me to see couples who are struggling because what is the essence of the word of God I said that there is a level of favor that a man will attract when he is married to that woman, to his wife then only problem is is not actually taking advantage of that favor, of that thing that gives the favor Or is not actually entering that thing with that mentality. Are you here? I'm done with my message. Hallelujah. I just want to just because of time, I just want to just cut short. I just want you to just understand that we are better together. Are you here? We are better together. Are we better together? Yes. Say your neighbor we are better together. Yes. We are better. We are better together. We are better together. Amen. Amen. Because of time, I want to end this here, I we'll do this very fast. Can we pray? The communion. The communion. The communion.